<laughs> Welcome to Angel Talks Life. Today is all about motivating you for the rest of your week. I hope you're having a wonderful day today. And if you're not, well, I hope this episode uplifts you so you can just have a beautiful day and a wonderful week. I am Angel. I'm your host for this show and for today's episode. And I'm here to bring you some motivation and encouragement, but I also inspire you in faith, fashion, and beauty. And you know, I have a vlog where you can look at my life and see what I'm doing. <laughs> and you can see that over at angeltalkslife.com. So today we're all talking about starting over. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So have you like, have you had to start over? <laughs> have you like rebounded from that last failed relationship or are we still kind of like waddling in the mud or, or for me have you had to restart a part of your business or if you had to just kind of say hey I did mess up are you still in shame and guilt Mm. <laughs> well, if you're any of those things, or if you just wanted to get some encouragement because you are starting over, today is the episode for you. It is June 14th, 2021, and we are getting right into the show. Okay, girl, it is no shame to say I'm starting over. Now, it may seem like it, but honey, you were in shame and guilt. That's the reason why it feels like shame today. <laughs> and I'm t and I'm really speaking from experience when I'm saying this because I want us to go from be dwelling on the failure or the loss that we experience to getting right into how to reset, regroup, and move forward forward. See, this is how I, ex I examine failure and loss. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> it is, it's almost, well, it is inevitable for us to experience failure and loss in this life. But how we react to it is the most important part of our progress in life. So let's stop for a minute and examine how we've experienced failure and loss and how we view it in the past. Did you have to, did, did it throw you out of whack and just kind of like splatter you all over the place emotionally where you could not regroup and easily and come back? Okay, maybe the first time you failed in a relationship or in, uh, in your business or something like that. Yeah, that was traumatic for you. And so it may have taken you longer. But now as you continue to in life and you realize that failure does happen, it should be easier for you to rebound as you grow. And if it's not, then that's okay because you're learning now. But let's start and talk about how, for, how do we start over? First, we have to look at failure and loss. We examined it, it's loss, it hurts. We have to grieve, we have to forgive ourselves. That's a major one for a lot of us is that the failure and loss that hurts the most to us are the ones that we inflicted upon ourselves. I made this decision, I did this, I did that. If it's somebody else, you know, it's easier to blame them and kind of regroup from there. But when it's when it's our own being that was the reason for it, then yeah, it's a little bit harder for us to consider how to regroup from that. But that is the first part of starting over. Forgive yourself. Say I messed up. 
I did. I messed up. Okay, you did. <laughs> it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you less than. You are above and not beneath. You are stronger, okay? So let's take that experience for what it was and keep it there, okay? Keep that fire there. Don't let it rampage through the rest of your uh, life, okay? A failed marriage should not take over your relationships with your children and everybody else that's in your life and affect your career. Let's keep that fire right there, all right? So then the second thing that I really want to talk to you about is grounding yourself, okay? You can be shook up from failure or loss, but now it's time to ground yourself. And you know what I'm about, okay? I'm a Christian and you you are too. And if you're not, hey, you can just keep listening. But ground yourself in the word, okay? Psalms 23, a lot of us know it. A lot of us have memorized it. If you haven't, it's a wonderful passage to read because it starts off with the verse, the Lord is my shepherd. Boom. The Lord is my shepherd. And that part right there... <laughs> that part right there is like it speak it should speak volumes to you because a lot of us see this pattern of God as being kind of like absent from our lives or he's only there when chaos takes over no but he's our shepherd he's guiding us he's protecting us he's moving us into the path of righteousness for his name's sake his name is on the line okay your failure has his name written all over it Okay, I'll repeat it. <laughs> Your failure has his name written all on it, meaning it is guiding you to the place you need to be. Okay? So then when you have that perspective of it's all in God's timing, I'm trusting God, then failure doesn't take such a... Um, um, it is not such a catastrophic event in your life. Is something that says, okay, that's ha that happened. But now I want you to think about this. Once you've grounded yourself in the word, you know the Lord is your shepherd. What does the Psalm 23 tell us to do or that the Lord leads us to do? He leads me by so beside the still waters. He leads me beside the still waters. Why would he do that? Why would God do that? Because this world is all over the place. And when he's leading you beside the still waters, the best thing you can do is obey and allow yourself to meet him there. And what I mean by that is take time to sit and rest your mind. Rest your mind. Don't let the distraction of the world pulls you in so many different places. I mean, you can go through your Instagram timeline, honey, and feel happy, sad, mad, angry, and all these emotions through the 15 minutes you stroll through your timeline, honey, jealous, everything, all these emotions. And that's too much for somebody on a daily basis. So calm your mind, remove the distractions and allow your mind to rest. Remember that God gives us peace that goes beyond understanding. Okay. All right. And when you start to have that, allow your mind to calm down, then the Holy Spirit can come in and he can give you ideas, creativity, say, hey, what about how doing it like this? Or maybe, you know, you should just forgive that person or don't talk to that person because she's here to attack you. You get to hear and become more aware of the Holy Spirit and he's guiding you. But then the Psalms 23 goes on to say, 
He restores my soul. I and honestly, you, I'm going to be a little bit transparent here and explain to you something that I actually went through that really made me want to start start the podcast back over with this topic. Y'all, I have been on a, 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 a hiatus, as you can see through my podcast episodes. And I really went through a tumultuous time where I was just kind of like trying to find my footing, okay? I was trying to find my footing. And then as soon as I started finding my footing in business, emotionally, um, and, and who I was, I was appreciating who I was. I started loving myself. When I started finding my footing in that, everything in my world just said, it just like went all girl all right it was just crazy so I was just thinking like what did I do wrong like I start I really took this introspective look at my life and said what did I do wrong to cause all this stuff to happen and then the worst part about it was that I was graduating with my master's, which I did. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I just graduated with my master's, but at the same time, I was losing my businesses. I had lost significant amounts of income, okay? I had no job, I'm, you know, looking for a job. And I was just kind of all over the place. My transmission went out in my car, so I no longer had a car. And, and, you know, my dogs were sick. I couldn't take them to the bed. It was just, you know, it was really nuts at that moment. And if I went back to something that I used to use as a coping mechanism, and that was weed. I used to use smoking as a coping mechanism to deal with all of the, the, the confusion in life. And so I went back to it because I was like, this is too much. This is just too much. I'm at the house. I don't want to be here. You know, I'm just like trying to figure out life. I can't move like I'm used to. And it's just too much. Well, then after I realized that that was something that I did not need to do, I had to strategize on the next part. I'm going to be right back. Okay, girl, it is no shame to say I'm starting over. Now, it may seem like it, but honey, you were in shame and guilt. That's the reason why it feels like shame today. <laughs> and I'm t and I'm really speaking from experience when I'm saying this, because I want us to go from be dwelling on the failure or the loss that we experience to getting right into how to reset, regroup, and move forward forward see this is how i ex i examine failure and loss it happens to the best of us <laughs> it isn't it's almost in well it is inevitable for us to experience failure and loss in this life but how we react to it is the most important part of our progress in life so let's stop for a minute then examine how we've experienced failure and loss and how we view it in the past. Did you have to, did, did it throw you out of whack and just kind of like splatter you all over the place emotionally where you could not regroup and easily and come back? 
okay, maybe the first time you failed in a relationship or in, uh, in your business or something like that. Yeah, that was traumatic for you. And so it may have taken you longer. But now as you continue in life and you realize that failure does happen, it should be easier for you to rebound as you grow. And if it's not, then that's okay because you're learning now. But let's start and talk about how for, how do we start over? First, we have to look at failure and loss. We examined it. It's loss. It hurts. We have to grieve. We have to forgive ourselves. That's a major one for a lot of us is that the failure and loss that hurts the most to us are the ones that we inflicted upon ourselves. I made this decision. I did this. I did that. If it's somebody else, you know, it's easier to blame them and kind of regroup from there. But when it's when it's our own being that was the reason for it, then yeah, it's a little bit harder for us to consider how to regroup from that. But that is the first part of starting over. Forgive yourself. Say, I messed up. I did. I messed up. Okay. You did. <laughs> it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you less than. You are above and not beneath. You are stronger. Okay. So let's take that experience for what it was and keep it there. Okay. Keep that fire there. Don't let it rampage through the rest of your uh, life. Okay, a failed marriage should not take over your relationships with your children and everybody else that's in your life and affect your career. Let's keep that fire right there. All right. So then the second thing that I really want to talk to you about is grounding yourself. Okay, you can be shook up from failure or loss, but now it's time to ground yourself. And you know what I'm about. Okay, I'm a Christian and you you are too. And if you're not, hey, you can just keep listening. But ground yourself in the word. Okay, Psalms 23. A lot of us know it. A lot of us have memorized it. If you haven't, it's a wonderful passage to read because it starts off with the verse, the Lord is my shepherd. Boom. The Lord is my shepherd. And that part right there. <laughs> that part right there is like it speak it should speak volumes to you because a lot of us see this pattern of God as being kind of like absent from our lives or he's only there when chaos takes over no but he's our shepherd he's guiding us he's protecting us he's moving us into the path of righteousness for his name's sake his name is on the line okay your failure has his name written all over it Okay, I'll repeat it. <laughs> Your failure has his name written all on it, meaning it is guiding you to the place you need to be. Okay? So then when you have that perspective of it's all in God's timing, I'm trusting God, then failure doesn't take such a... Um, um, it is not such a catastrophic event in your life. Is something that says, okay, that's ha that happened. But now I want you to think about this. Once you've grounded yourself in the word, you know the Lord is your shepherd. What does the Psalm 23 tell us to do or that the Lord leads us to do? He leads me by so beside the still waters. He leads me beside the still waters. Why would he do that? Why would God do that? Because this world is all over the place. And when he's leading you beside the still waters, the best thing you can do is obey 
and allow yourself to meet him there. And what I mean by that is take time to sit and rest your mind. Rest your mind. Don't let the distraction of the world pulls you in so many different places. I mean, you can go through your Instagram timeline, honey, and feel happy, sad, mad, angry, and all these emotions through the 15 minutes you stroll through your timeline, honey. Jealous, everything, all these emotions. And that's too much for somebody on a daily basis. So calm your mind, remove the distractions, and allow your mind to rest. Remember that God gives us peace that goes beyond understanding. Okay? All right. And when you start to have that allow your mind to calm down, then the Holy Spirit can come in and he can give you ideas, creativity. Say, hey, what about how doing it like this? Or maybe, you know, you should just forgive that person or don't talk to that person because she's here to attack you. You get to hear and become more aware of the Holy Spirit and he's guiding you. But then the Psalms 23 goes on to say, he restores my soul. I'm and honestly, you I'm gonna be a little bit transparent here and explain to you something that I actually went through that really made me want to start start the podcast back over with this topic. Y'all, I have been on a, 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 a hiatus, as you can see through my podcast episodes. And I really went through a tumultuous time where I was just kind of like trying to find my footing, okay? I was trying to find my footing. And then as soon as I started finding my footing in business, emotionally, um, and, and who I was, I was appreciating who I was. I started loving myself. When I started finding my footing in that, everything in my world just said, it just like went all girl all right it was just crazy so I was just thinking like what did I do wrong like I start I really took this introspective look at my life and said what did I do wrong to cause all this stuff to happen and then the worst part about it was that I was graduating with my master's, which I did. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I just graduated with my master's, but at the same time, I was losing my businesses. I had lost significant amounts of income, okay? I had no job, I'm, you know, looking for a job. And I was just kind of all over the place. My transmission went out in my car, so I no longer had a car. And, uh, you know, my dogs were sick. I couldn't take them to the bed. It was just, you know, it was really nuts at that moment. And if I went back to something that I used to use as a coping mechanism, and that was weed. I used to use smoking as a coping mechanism to deal with all of the, the, the confusion in life. And so I went back to it because I was like, this is too much. This is just too much. I'm at the house. I don't want to be here. You know, I'm just like trying to figure out life. I can't move like I'm used to. And it's just too much. Well, then after I realized that that was something that I did not need to do, I had to strategize on the next part. I'm going to be right back. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Cause I'm gonna be right back.